Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another Marry Abroad Simply podcast. My name is Sam. I am one of the owners of the company. And today I am going to explain and go through a few things about the wonderful Copenhagen. Um, what it's like to go there, the processes when you marry, some little tips and tricks of things for you to do um, during your stay there. Copenhagen is absolutely gorgeous. Just start it off there. It's the capital city of Denmark. So obviously there's lots of things to do and see and all of our couples who marry there just say what an amazing city it is. Um, we've, myself and Leanne, have had the fortune to be there several times. We're not based in Denmark, um, but we travelled there quite frequently. Well, pre-COVID, because I'm recording this in COVID times. Um, we get we get the opportunity to travel there quite frequently. Um, you know, so we can get to enjoy the city as visitors, you know, as well as just like our couples who go and married. When people go and do like an elopement or a destination wedding, um, for, for a lot of them, it's a lot more different than than just going somewhere for a marriage. You know, people stay on a little bit longer and maybe have a little honeymoon afterwards. You know, it's exciting going to a new place. It's exciting seeing things and, you know, just the whole experience. So we like to help our couples out Obviously, with the wedding and organising all that and the, the documents and the pre and the build up and everything. But also we like to help them enjoy their time there, you know, give some recommendations of things to do, places to stay. This is not only Copenhagen. We do this for all the venues that we um, arrange weddings in. But today we're going to l- listen about Copenhagen. Um, so the capital city in Denmark, it's absolutely beautiful. You know, when I was, <laughs> I'll just digress slightly. When I, um, make email contact or initial contact with a lot of couples, um, I always say, oh, they, when do you want to marry? And they say, oh, spring. And I always say, oh, it's an amazing time to get married in Copenhagen. And one couple said to me yesterday, well, I bet you say that about whatever time of year it is. And actually, to be honest, I do, because <laughs> Copenhagen is just one of those places where whatever time of year you go, it's going to be gorgeous. You know, in summer, stunning, beautiful. In spring, it's it's still, it's, it's gorgeous, but in different ways. Um, winter, obviously, we're in a Nordic country. It is really, really cold. Um but, you know, beautiful. The the countries, you know, Nordic countries are built for being cold, you know, and they're, they're used to being cosy. Um, you know, they're famous for that. So winter is perfect. A Christmas, of course, with all the Christmas decorations and all the lights and Christmas markets and things. And autumn, autumn can be, it can be rainy. Um, but again, it's cosy, you know, you've got your hot chocolates and you've got all your gorgeous Danish food and, you know, they used to being cold um, and boy, do they know how to how to warm you up, whether it's by going in for some hot wine or for a beer or, you know, a nice big coffee. Um, you know, you'll, you'll always have something to warm you up. So, yes, in fact, I think that I do say that that's a wonderful time of year to marry in Copenhagen because it doesn't matter what season it is, it is always wonderful. <laughs> anyway, back to Copenhagen. So getting to Copenhagen is relatively simple from wherever you are in the world. There's a large airport there. It's one of Europe's 
um, big hubs. So a lot of people fly through Copenhagen if they're coming from outside of the EU and then transferring through. So you would always get a flight to Copenhagen, usually from from any country um, in the world. The airport's a nice big airport, so if you're if you're booking a flight that's landing kind of late at night or early in the morning, then don't worry. There's always going to be people there. There's always going to be things open. Um, you'll walk through the baggage area, collect your suitcases, and then as soon as you walk out, um, you're presented with a, a kind of train station. So there's um, a ticket office. So there's people who you can speak to and, you know, they'll help you um, buying your train ticket. If you're traveling on to maybe Svendborg, if you're going to the island of Eru or if you're traveling outside of Copenhagen. Um, so you can buy your tickets directly there. So you can either speak to people in the office, which helps because obviously when you're landing in a foreign country and you don't really know what... Um, where you're going or what you're doing, you know, it's always can be nerve wracking. So sometimes it's nice to speak to people um, or there's little ticket machines where you can just go and buy your ticket. Um, and then there is a station for the Copenhagen Metro. So Copenhagen has a great underground system. It is spotless. Uh, I always say, whenever we go, I'm always like, my God, it's so clean in here. Um, the, the metro is always spotless. It's well lit. You know, as I say, early mornings, late nights, um, you know, it's well lit. It's It f feels safe. Actually, Copenhagen in itself generally feels safe all the time. Um, it's um, So you get on the, the metro and then you can go directly to Copenhagen to the station where your accommodation is. Um, or to the main tra train station to get your train if you're traveling on somewhere else. Of course, you've already bought your tickets, you know the times. It's about a 15-20 minute metro drive into the center of Copenhagen. And then a lot of our couples who are marrying in Copenhagen, they'll land and they'll immediately go for document presentation. So in normal times, document presentation is the day before the ceremony. So if you're marrying at Copenhagen City Hall, you have to be there before 2 p.m. the day before. Um, if you're marrying in Fredericksburg, um, then you have to be there before the office shuts, which is approximately 4.30. So you can get the, the metro directly to either the, the main um, Copenhagen City Hall station or to Fredericksburg Station. It's about a three-minute walk from the, the metro station to the town hall. And then go and um, go and present your documents. Um, or, as I said, you can get the train to the train station. So that's it's super easy. And, you know, everybody speaks English, which is extremely fortunate. The amount of times that Leanne and myself have been to to Copenhagen, our Danish still is struggling. Um, and everybody is super helpful. We, we we've been, as I say, many times and. You know, people are just really nice, really friendly, really helpful. Um, so, you know, don't be scared to ask. So once you're in Copenhagen, um, it's, as I said, it's the capital city of Denmark. You will notice that there are not many cars. There are some cars, lots of buses, um, but you'll notice that then there's not many cars. In Copenhagen, they have like a tax It's really expensive to um, have the ability to drive inside the city centre. Um, so it's, you know, the roads are quiet. Um, 
apart from there are lots of bikes. Um, everybody travels by bike. It's a great way to get around. Um, Copenhagen itself as a city is it's flat, so it's a, it's a wonderful way to get around. Um, you can hire bikes. There's like the, the bike stations where you just go and, and put in your credit card. You can hire bikes for like one hour, two hours or whatever. Um, and it's a great, it's a great way, um, to get to see the city, obviously if it's not raining. Um, there are lots and lots and lots of different areas in Copenhagen. Now we have a blog where all of these places are listed and I'm going to um, put it in, in the description of this podcast. So there's there's several kind of areas um, that the city is broken up to. Um, I'm going to just mention three during this um, podcast. The, the first area is right next to um, Copenhagen City Hall. So Copenhagen City Hall is in the centre. Um, and there's the, the great massive, it's the longest shopping street in the world, which is just um, off the square of Copenhagen. That takes you all the way along. All the high street shops that you can think of, some lovely little boutiques, that's perfect. And then on the other side of Copenhagen City Hall, you have the amazing Tivoli Gardens. Now, whether you've heard of these or not, of Tivoli Gardens or not, it is a... Um, it's like a fun fair, an amusement park. So there's roller coasters, there's there's um, lots of fun games and you know rides and things like that. Places to eat. Um, it's it typically is brilliant, um, and they do lots of special things for whatever season you're going. Christmas is my favourite. It's just beautiful. All the lights and all the shows and. It's just wonderful. It's um, a gorgeous place. There's loads of restaurants. There's gardens, and it's it's brilliant because it's right in the city centre. You know, you can stand um, on the steps of Copenhagen City Hall, look to your left, and you can see a roller coaster um, and like one of those pirate ships swinging rides. <laughs> it's just, it's really bizarre. I've never been anywhere else in the city, in the capital city centre, where there's a fun fair right there. But there you go. So. Highly recommended to go to Tivoli if you're marrying there. As I say, the parks and the gardens are, are, are great and it's just next to City Hall. So beautiful photos that can be taken. Um, another brilliant area to go to that some of you may have heard of or not is Freetown Christiania. Now, this is a, a small area, again, near the city centre, probably about five minutes from Copenhagen City Hall, uh, near the city centre, and it's an area which is self-governed. So you can enter, it's kind of like, it's it's boarded off, you know, and uh, like walled around, and you can enter um, and, um, and just walk through, and there's lots of people live there, and as I say, it's self-governed, it's not governed by Copenhagen Council, it's, it's literally self-governed, that's why it's called Freetown, um, they have lots of like little shops and lots of, you know, they make hand, handmade jewellery and lots of kind of artisanal type things. Um, you can go, you can have lunch. Last time we visited was in the summer and it was absolutely boiling hot. And, and you know, people live there. There's a school um, and you can just go and have a walk around. And there's kind of like uh, uh, lots of little shops and and 
um, cafes, bars. Um, you can sit there, you can have a drink. We went in the summer, as I said, and, and we sit down. There's quite often there's live music playing. Um, it's just a great, great experience. Really good fun. So that's Freetown Christiania. And then also the third little place where where it which is nice um, and obviously a must see is the the palace where the Danish royal family live. Now, of course, Denmark still has a royal family. Um, so with the royal family, you know, the the buildings and the architecture in the capital city is just stunning. You know, they have the the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, which is beautiful. They have the courts, they have the the palace, they have um, um, all sorts of kind of like old war kind of buildings and museums. It is, the, the buildings are gorgeous. There's so many to go go and see. As I said, all the details are on the blog that I've put the link in into this podcast. But it's really, really, really nice. Um, and, you know, if you want some a bit of history, um, you know, which is, is always good. Then what I would recommend, um, is that you go on one of the bus tours. Now there's, there's quite a few companies, um, that operate the, you know, like the open top bus tours, um, put your headphones in, select it to the language that you want to hear it. Um, there's, there's three or four different kind of tours that you can do, um, the first time we went, Leanne and I um, jumped on one of those, did, um, got like a three-day pass and did all the tours and you literally get to see everywhere. You know, you can jump on, jump off, you can have a look. Um, we jumped off and we had a bit of lunch. Um, there's so many amazing places. There's so many different areas in Copenhagen. Um, you know, Fredericksburg, which is a, another place where you can marry. The town hall is stunning. It's not in the centre. Probably it's about five kilometres away from the centre. So it is in the centre, um, but it's not like the central, central place. It's a beautiful, beautiful area. There's a castle, there's gardens, there's Greenland. You know, everywhere around in Copenhagen, there's lots of green space. You've got the botanical gardens. It's just, there's just, there's so much to do. And actually, three days, you know, I think if you're marrying there, three days is probably the average time our couples will spend there. You've got a day presentation, a day for the ceremony, then, of course, your celebrations, um, and then you'll possibly leave the following day or maybe just add another day on. There's so much to do. There's so much to see, um, you know, and any, any help with any of that, you know, just let us know and we can send you a list um, of places to go and see. So after, um, after all of that, just wanted to quickly run through the process of marrying once you get to Copenhagen. Um, once you're there, first of all, we'll go through City Hall. City Hall is beautiful. Um, and the staff at City Hall are just they're amazing and they they so love what what we do we actually did an interview with Jesper who's the the manager of weddings um at Copenhagen City Hall I'll put the link to that blog um in the the title of this podcast as well and he you know explains a little bit about the City Hall and the marriages and him a little bit it's under our we have a thing called people marry people um, where we've interviewed quite a few of the registrars. So check that out if you get the chance. Um, 
Copenhagen City Hall, stunning. You have to present your documents the day before the ceremony. These are just your ID documents and residence permits. Um, uh, your passports if you're from outside the EU and you're in Denmark on your 90-day visa-free so they can check that there is no overstay. Um, simple process. You need to be there before 9am and 2pm. Um, and they, they'll usually take the documents off you, ask you to come back in 20 minutes, 30 minutes, depending on how busy they are. Um, so they just check it against the file and the, the, the agency of family law has sent it through to them, make sure that everything's perfect, um, which of course it will be. And, um, and then you're all set for your appointment that's already made. Now you, you, then you don't need to do anything on the day of the ceremony. You just have to be there. So in Copenhagen city hall, it's so sweet. Um, you follow the love hearts that are on the floor so it takes you through the entrance and into the, the grand hall. And then you go up some stairs up to the first level. And then once you're at the first level, keep following the love hearts. Um, and then you'll go up a spiral stone staircase. So um, if, you know, staircases are troublesome for anybody, then let us know ahead of time because we can arrange to have the ceremony in the grand hall for you. Because um, there's no wheelchair access or anything to the to the um to the ceremony room so you go up there and then you enter into this um amazing kind of like waiting room it's a brilliant room there's loads of couples there um people marrying before you people marrying after you you know the, there's loads of guests there you know it's it's just exciting and you get called in at the time we ask that you're there kind of five ten minutes before the ceremony you don't have to be there any earlier um, and then when it's your turn to marry, you'll get called into the ceremony room. Um, the ceremony room, again, the, there's pictures of this in the blogs that I'll put in the the in the typed bit to this podcast. Um, the ceremony room is gorgeous. It's kind of gothic styly, quite um, quite dark, no natural daylight, um, but it's it's beautiful. Um, and then you'll have your ceremony, you'll get married, you'll sign the registry, um, you'll probably cry a little bit with happiness and joy, <laughs> I hope, <laughs> um, and then you get your marriage certificates there and then, and then that's it, you can leave, and you leave as husband and wife, you're married, the ceremonies, um, they're quite quick, they take about 10 minutes, um, but the registrars love to, um, you know, that they go through the legalities of it. Um, and then also they'll also make, say a few words, you know, they, they, they do a lot of ceremonies, um, in the day. Um, but they, they, they all make sure that they make each ceremony, um, slightly different and, you know, and they make it special for the couple. And this is, this is for all the registrars, um, that we work with. Uh, not just the ones at Copenhagen City Hall. And and after your ceremony, you, you have your certificates and you can leave. Um, the process in Frederiksberg, it, it's exactly the same. Um, you, you present your documents the day before and then you turn up 10 minutes before the ceremony. You'll let the people at the desk know that you're there and then they'll call you into the beautiful ceremony room this one is um it's much brighter um it's uh, beautifully decorated it, it's kind of a green theme 
I, I'm going to say. Um, and um, I'll put a link into the description of the podcast with where you can see some photos of that as well. Again, you'll get your marriage certificates the de- immediately after the ceremony. You'll sign the registry. Um, witnesses are provided in both locations. So if you don't go, if you're traveling alone, um, then witnesses will be provided. If you're traveling with people, then they can provide witnesses. That's not a problem. Just let us know ahead of time and we can arrange that for you. Um, and there you go, you're married. And then you have this wonderful city to go and celebrate in. In the summer, just a, a, one little point, um, in the spring or the summer, if the weather is nice, um, you are allowed to drink alcohol, for those of you who want to. You are allowed to drink alcohol in any outdoor area. So, you know, immediately after your ceremony, you can go and you can sit in, sit in the park, sit in the square, um, you know, sit in the garden somewhere, um, take some champagne, celebrate, be it if you're on your own or if you're with people, um, you know, you're allowed to do that, which, you know, which is a love, it's a lovely idea. It's just, you know, if you're marrying early in the morning, you know, um, it's, it's nice to, you know, just have a toast to celebrate it, to celebrate the wedding. Um, and you can go, so you can do that anywhere in Copenhagen. Um, and then of course there are so many restaurants in Copenhagen, um, so many different styles, so many different types, just the, the, the choice is is enormous. So if you um, if you have any you know particular style of restaurant that you want to go to, any advice on that, then just ask. Um, we can help you. And I think there's a link to in the the blog that I'm going to put in the thing. There's a link to a low list of restaurants. You know, do your own investigating. Let us help you. So that is it. I'm bored of listening to my dulcet tones recording this. I'm sure you're bored of listening to it, uh, listening to my dulcet tones, um, listening to it. So there we go. Copenhagen, an amazing place to marry. Um, Stunning any time of year. And yes, if you ask um, what Copenhagen's like um, in any time of the season, I will always say that it's the best season to marry because any season is the best season in Copenhagen. So there you go. (laughs) Have a lovely day. Bye.